It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. The Dubs get the first round game one win over the Los Angeles Clippers. Just want to hit you with some quick thoughts on the game. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton, coming at you with a quick recap, just some quick thoughts from the game. This won't be long, little little 10-minute little spot here for you. I just wanted to get some thoughts out uh, after the game. Might do this, going to do this as much as possible throughout the playoffs. Might not be every game, but, uh, you know, enjoy them when they come out. But Dubs get the 121-104 win over the Clippers tonight. So I just want to go through some of the good, some of the bad, and quick look to the future. So the good, obviously, Steph Curry is ridiculous. The ankle is fine. (laughs) Steph was a plus 27 in his 37 minutes. He had 38 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 block. You got to get the block in there. As we know, Steph, the rim protector. But he got those 38 points. On 16 shots. That's the craziest part. Steph was obviously the headliner. 8 of 12 from 3. The best player on the court. Hands down. uh, Which he, you know, tends to be a lot of the time. He played great. Played out of his mind. Just like you want to see in the playoffs. Especially to start the series. Kevin Durant was also solid. Draymond Green had one of his best games. Maybe of the year. Uh, Not just defensively. Which you can expect from him. But offensively, he had 17 points, 7-12 from the field, 2-4 from three, seven rebounds, seven assists, one steal, one block. He did have some problems, though. We'll get to those in a little bit because I'm, I'm, I want to stick to the good right now. Uh, the other good, look, Draymond, Clay, KD, Iguodala, and yes, Steph Curry were locked in defensively. If there was anything to really take from the game, it's how good they played on defense. Uh, The offense was fine. They had their problems as well. But those five were absolutely locked in defensively, Uh, not just rotations, one-on-one defense, uh, protecting the rim. They all had active hands. It was a beautiful thing to see, all five of those guys. Everyone else was fine too, but you could tell that Steph, Draymond, Clay, KD, and Iguodala were as locked in defensively as... I mean, as good as I can remember. So that's a major positive. Hopefully something that continues through the playoffs, obviously. Uh, Draymond shooting, like I just mentioned with his offense. The biggest part with that is if any of that continues to where he goes, you know, 204 from three, if it's something they can rely on, uh, the NBA playoffs is over. It's over. If, If you can get 15 points from Draymond, 
I mean, he had 17, but I'm saying if you can get around 15 a game, th- this this thing's over. If he's knocking down threes, it's over. Andre Guadala had eight points on four dunks. He was active tonight. The bench was hit or miss in this one. Uh, I'll get to some of the negatives in a second, but Looney played well. He actually knocked down a couple of jumpers that got the team hyped. Andrew Bogut only played two minutes, but honestly, in those two minutes, he scored three points and a couple rebounds. He was He was fine. Not exactly sure why he didn't get a few more minutes, especially with the way Montrez Harrell was playing. But uh, Livingston was fine. He didn't score any, but he was solid on defense. But here's, and we'll we'll transition to the bad. So that was the good. Defense, they were all locked in. Uh, Steph, great game. KD, solid game. Draymond, great game. All that stuff was great. Here's the negatives. That second unit of... Quinn, Sean, Clay, uh, who else is out there? I think Draymond and Boogie, regardless of who it is. That second unit was bad, was really bad. And they kept them in the game. And I know I just mentioned Sean played okay. I'm kind of going to have to retract that because he was part of that second unit. He was a minus 16 on the night. Uh, Quinn was a minus 8. So that second unit wasn't that good. It just wasn't, especially when you look at DeMarcus Cousins. Here's the other bad part is the second unit was bad mostly because DeMarcus Cousins and Clay Thompson were bad offensively tonight. DeMarcus went 4 of 12 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. He did rebound pretty well and had a couple of nice assists, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. But as far as his shooting went, bad. And he fouled out in 21 minutes. So there's some things he's going to have to work on, figure out. Uh, I mentioned beforehand that the Clippers might just be a bad matchup because the last time that they played the Clippers, he he wasn't good either. So that was the regular season. We'll see if there's any adjustments that they make uh, moving forward. The biggest part is if him and Clay are hitting shots on that second unit, it's all gravy. But when they're not, it's it's a major liability. Uh, It was the second unit minutes that that gave the Clippers any hope or any chance to get back in the game. Uh, Clay, 5 of 14, 1 of 6 from 3. He was not very good offensively. But again, I have to make sure everyone understands he was a beast defensively. He was locked in defensively. Uh, But as far as that second unit goes, yeah, it it goes as far as DeMarcus Cousins and Clay Thompson will take it. And since they had bad games, the second unit had a bad game, really bad game, that actually allowed them uh the Clippers to you know try and get back in it a couple times so past the second unit I have to go to turnovers man turnovers were awful for the Warriors they had 21 turnovers in the game Draymond and Marcus had six each I think Draymond had four in the first quarter maybe you can chalk it up to jitters you know playoffs all that but either way that's something they have to clean up Steph had four, KD had three. It was not good. It was not good. But uh, here's the good news. The bench only had two. <laughs> but that's not good news because that means four of the five starters had 19. And the biggest problem is they were just bad, unforced, you know, over the head, no look passes that you had no chance of getting through. Uh, there was two different times where just taking it out of bounds, they just threw it to someone who wasn't paying attention. So they have to lock in on that stuff. Luckily, 
you think it's fixable. It's not something that the other team did. But I'll tell you what, I am fine with the other team forcing turnovers because it happens. That means they did something. The problem is a lot of these were just unforced and careless. And those are the ones that drive Steve Kerr crazy. They're the ones that also drive me crazy. Last part that I will get to is, look, Montrez Harrell's a beast. He is. I get it. We all get it. He had 26 points, though. You got to be able to do something with him. He can't be the best player on the floor for them. Same thing with Lou Williams. He went 11 of 21 from the field. He had 25 points. Now, who knows what kind of adjustments Steve Kerr and the coaching staff will make moving into game two, but I would love to see some sort of adjustment on Lou Williams, whether it's Andre Guadalla on him more. As far as Harrell's concerned, I don't know, maybe Bogut can bother him a little bit or Looney or or whatever. Uh, he did have, what, 22 in the first half, so they did a much better job on him in the second half. Uh, maybe they can do more of that. Looney played more in the second half, so maybe that was part of it. Whatever it is, would like to see more of it. Uh, the last negative on this game was Kevin Durant got two technicals, was ejected uh, late in the third, I believe, or was it the fourth? I think it was the fourth, actually. He got tossed in the fourth quarter, which was righteous. <laughs> no, I just, it was, uh, I understand. I understand it because Patrick Beverly is an irritant, and they were going at it. And uh, it reminds me, though, of the situation I don't think it was this year. It was last year when KD had like five or six ejections during the regular season. And he said he knew what he was doing and only got them at times when he felt it was okay to get ejected and stuff like that. And I feel like this is kind of the same thing where he knew the situation. He had just gotten a technical like a minute earlier. They got double T's with Pat Beverly and KD. I didn't see the end of it, but I think double T's are kind of weak. I think they could have given... Pat the T on the first one, and then KD definitely deserved the second one. Uh, but both times they go double T's, and so both players get ejected. And I do think KD knew what he was doing. I think he'll be able to maintain. He's he's emotional, but he's not explosively emotional like Draymond, where like if Draymond had two T's in the first game, I'd be nervous about him moving forward. I trust that KD can handle it and won't get up to seven T's uh, in the playoffs, which is kind of a low number. They should give him a few more. But uh, it, it, he's just got less tees to play with now. He's only got five left before he gets suspended. And Steve Kerr had a great line uh, in his post-game press conference where he said, you know, Clippers made a lot of great trades this year. I think that was the best trade they've made ever. Uh, two Pat Beverly tees for two KD tees where Kevin Durant has at least 15 more games he's probably going to play, if you guys understand that. 15 more wins, championship, hello. Uh, Pat Beverly has four more at most. So a little worrisome's too strong, but it's just something to monitor. But I do think he'll be fine. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes the rest of the playoffs without getting one. So that's it for a quick recap on the game. Even with all those things that I mentioned, the, the, the negative things, uh, which there were a handful of, they still got a 17-point win. This team is damn good, and they're going to steamroll the Clippers. At best, Clippers can hope for a game where they get hot and this thing goes five, but I'm still leaning towards four. 
Uh, so I just want to get some quick thoughts out after the game. I'll be back on Monday with a more thorough Locked On Warriors episode. Uh, but for now, just wanted to uh, hit you with some quick thoughts. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy all the hoops tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed today. That was crazy, man. Brooklyn beating the Sixers was not as crazy as friggin' Orlando beating Toronto. And right now the game is tight between San Antonio and Denver. So uh, it's been it's been crazy. It's been a lot of fun. And I'm just glad that the Warriors weren't, you know, the third team in a row to get upset. Come back Monday for another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.